0: Good evening, good evening, and welcome. This is Pam Heath, the Yes Coach, and welcome to my show, The Science of Yes. We get here and talk every week on uh, the energy of yes, and we examine how you can leverage your knowledge and belief in the power of yes to create an extraordinary, prosperous life by design. So I'm a life coach and a business strategist, and I specialize in breaking down emotional barriers that will block you from what you're committed to achieving in life and keep you from the life of your dreams. My background is in personal development, communication, team management, and uh, or- organizational um, co- contribution. And I spent years empowering individuals to achieve their best results. I also spent a lifetime as a legal administrator and operations manager, and I spent many years focusing on leading impactful transformational programs, and I will work with you to enhance your ability to create an extraordinary life that you absolutely love. I call myself a Yes Coach, and the process I design that I call the science. So join me every week here on Blog Talk Radio on behalf of the New Age Guild on the science of yes. You don't have to let your fears keep you frozen in place. I'll guide you to having it all. Take on your life and everything that life has to offer. I just published my book, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. Please, you can visit my website at any time to learn more about me. My website is www.yescoachforyou.com. That's wwwyescoach 4 dot That's yes y e s coach c o a c h the number four the letter u. dot com. You can sign up for a download of my ebook for free, the Yes Blueprint: Scale Your Business to Win. I also am a business strategist. If you own a business, if you're an entrepreneur, um, download that book and get some tips and strategies to scale your business to the next level. I'm somebody who believes that everybody should own their own business and be their own boss. So come on my program and get answers in questions you have or you might be thinking about regarding starting a business or creating your business plan or anything around getting your business going. I can support you. What I focus on is conscious professionals. In other words, people who are connected spiritually, who um, have a strong um, spiritual nature, even people whose services that they um, have are spiritual in nature. I help them to generate themselves as an entrepreneur and get tangible, structural um, things to do to get their business on track. I also work with creative artists, so if you're a magician or an actor, actress, or somebody who looks forward to generating in the creative field, I could support you too. I'm not a psychic, and I don't do readings, but you might be amazed at how I can support and guide you. Just like a psychic, I can hear what you want, what you're committed to, and what you say, and if you want life If you want your career, even if you want romance guidance, I can support you coming from the energy of yes, where anything is possible. So callers are welcome. If you want to call in and get answers to your questions or get some guidance around something that's going on for you and get uh, insight into the yes world and energy and how to go about it, give me a call. We're here uh, The caller number is uh, 760 888 5700. Again, that's 760 888 5700. Say yes to life. So, tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about um, yes energy. And um, we're going to talk about my book that just uh, came out. It's called Say Yes Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. Um with regard to the book, where I'm coming from is that I want people to understand the energy of yes, to look at things in life from the energy of yes, and to, to take on your life, looking at it from a positive mindset. Um, I consider myself a late bloomer. I'm in my 60s, and I'm learning about health and fitness. I'm learning about um, eating nutritionally, whole foods and And everything that I never uh, interacted with before, that's what's going on with me now, and I am so excited to take on life in this modality, and I can coach you about that as well. I'm somebody who believes anything is possible. Anything you want for yourself and your life is possible. All you have to do is say you want it and take the actions correlate with having it, and operate like it's a done deal. So I'm going to talk today a little bit about um, obstacles and things to get in the way of what you want in life. And in doing that, I'm going to distinguish for you something that I call your monkey mind. And when I talk about the monkey mind, I want to establish that I, I do practice Buddhism. I am a Buddhist. And this is a Buddhist phrase, the monkey mind. And I want to tell you a little bit about the monkey mind because a lot of times, um, as many of you know, you yourself get in your own way when you're up to something, when you're creating something, when you want something in your life. You are the one that is sabotages your own desire to have that thing. And part of it is the monkey mind. So, um, I'm going to read to you an excerpt from my book that um, that is about the monkey mind. And I'm going to um, read that excerpt, and then I'm going to have a conversation with you about the monkey mind. And in the book, this section is called Say Hello to Your Little Friend. Have you ever noticed that inner voice in your head? It keeps up this running commentary like the Bloomberg ticket tape display in Times Square in New York, this inner voice is telling you things aren't going to turn out. That inner critic that insists you look fat in that dress. The voice that says it will never happen. Or worse, it'll never happen for you. You won't be able to be in the yes realm listening to that voice in your head. We're going to give that voice a name. That is your monkey mind. That mindset and inner critic doesn't resolve issues in your life. That's not what it's for. The monkey mind, or confused. The Buddha distinguished the human mind as being filled with drunken monkeys flinging themselves about, jumping around and chattering nonstop. Now, if you could create this image of a bunch of screeching monkeys banging around in your head in non-stop, constant motion. You can get a clear-cut picture of what it's like up there. I tell my clients that your mind is a dangerous neighborhood to go in by yourself without a bodyguard. Your incessant mind chatter might go along these lines. A continuous laundry list of things you must do or someone else should be doing for you. All your fears, concerns, and worries Including real and imaginary ones. Dredging up all the hurtful things done to you, said to you, or said about you in the past. Judging and evaluating your present circumstances. Creating hysterical, dramatic what if scenarios around your day to day situations. Welcome, monkey mind. How do you do? With the monkey mind, it's nearly impossible to stop and smell the roses. What you see and what you experience in the chaos of your mind, telling you, showing you, insisting that there is no hope, this will never happen. It can't happen. No one can have this happen for them. Negative energy, which affects your mood. It makes you unhappy, restless, and anxious. And it hampers your ability to focus and concentrate. You cannot generate the power of yes when your monkey mind is insisting on no. Your monkey mind also impacts your behavior in your relationship with others. When you don't have positive interactions with the people in your life, many times it's because you're listening to a chorus of chattering monkeys in your head. And you're not even listening to your friends and loved ones. There are numerous ways to tame your monkey mind. And you can start by acting on the following things I'm suggesting, even if you think you have your monkey mind under control. First, consider you have a monkey mind. Managing your monkey mind. Most likely, if you're like most of us, up until this point, you've allowed your monkey mind to run buck wild. But now you're going to end all that. I'm going to postulate that you are the master of your mind. And that your mind is not the master of you. You are the one in control. Talk to your monkey mind when the noise level gets especially loud. Ever been in the supermarket or the airport lobby and seen a young child throw a horrific tantrum and you look over, cluck your teeth, and shake your head at the helpless parent? Like a disobedient, willful, unruly, loud, and demanding brat. When your monkey mind is in full swing, it looks just like that. You're out of control. Everyone can see it. And you feel like you've failed at something because you let your monkey mind word vomit all over everybody, and you feel like you can't control it. It might even feel right to you, like it's justified to be throwing a tantrum. You're only human, after all. You can calm your monkey mind by having a conversation with it, and that might sound a little wacky, but no kidding. You can take a moment to listen to what's going on and have a conversation with your monkey mind. What's the problem? Why is it upset? Hear it out and let it get everything said and then look to see. Is your monkey mind anxious to remind you of a task that needs to get done? Don't dismiss it out of hand. Your monkey mind is worried. You'll forget and foresees that everything will fall apart and the world will come to an end. You can't dismiss or discard this, remember Chicken Little? The story about the little chick in the head with a pine nut, and he now thought that the falling nut was evident, that the sky was breaking apart and falling to earth. Convinced the world was ending, he ran about creating havoc as he tried to explain to everyone that the end of the world was upon them. Panic, drama, and unnecessary complications are signs that the monkey mind is in panic mode. Stop for a moment and take the time to schedule the item to assure your monkey mind that there is nothing to worry about because it will get handled. Your monkey mind will often dwell in the worst case scenario unless you assure it that you have everything handled. Is your monkey mind anxious or nervous about something about to happen or some event that is pressing? Let your monkey mind know that everything is going to be okay with confidence. Walk through a worst-case scenario with your monkey mind and come up with contingency plans that will assure success in any given situation. You have nothing to lose to establish definite plans that satisfy your monkey mind. The whole point is for you to maintain a blueprint for success in your life, and it will be a win-win situation for you and your monkey mind. I have in my life a good friend and client who is my external monkey mind, in the flesh. I've learned to manage her with assurances and support, and inside of that, my own monkey mind. The technique works, and you can prove it by trying it out. Is there a constant complaint from your monkey mind, complaining bitterly about some evil person in your life based on something that happened in the past? Put a note in your action folder to deal with this past issue so your monkey mind stops dredging it up once it's whole and complete, your monkey mind will get calm. We will go over action folders later in the book, so stay tuned. Things you are avoiding and pretending aren't there live in infamy for your monkey mind, and it will be frolicking about in your head until you do something about the situation. Does your monkey mind just want to vent? Your monkey mind needs to know that you are listening. Let your monkey mind air its grievances and concerns and you will see the loud noises begin to fade. It needs to be heard. Another good practice is journaling. If you check the back of the book for my recommended reading, you'll find one of the best books out there and a classic, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. This book gives you a powerful technique she calls morning pages. When you wake up and begin your morning from the get-go, putting pen to paper, Do a dump of what's in your mind, but be deliberate and exact. If you do journaling of this nature regularly, you'll be effectively managing your monkey mind's concerns daily and training it at the same time. During your journal time, write down everything you're thinking, everything you're feeling, and anything that has you worried. Do this for about 20 minutes first thing in the morning, and then stop. When the time is up, your monkey mind needs to understand that there will be no more blah, blah, blah for the rest of the day. And you will not pay attention to anything else until next day's journaling session. Then be your word. If your monkey mind starts screeching any after this, ignore it and refuse to give attention to anything else the monkey mind is generating. It's important to tell your monkey mind, your session for today is over wait until tomorrow's session. I'll listen to you then. Soon, your monkey mind will recognize when it can shake, rattle, and roll, and it's a waste of time to carry on a ruckus at any other time of the day other than during your morning session. Here's another exercise to gain control over your monkey mind. Whenever you have an unpleasant thought or stressing about something, take a time out and sit down to write down the details of the situation that caused the unpleasantness. Then, write down your thoughts about the situation and how it made you feel. It will take practice, but once you get in the habit of writing down these situations and whatever thoughts and feelings you are dealing with, you will be able to locate the mental distortions or irrational fears that are at the heart of your problems. Once you've identified your disturbing thoughts and feelings, Try to identify other possible explanations for why this is happening. My goodness, it's not going your way. Why is this? Your first take is not always what is really going on. Your interpretations of life's everyday occurrences should not dictate your actions, especially if they are negative doom and gloom. Look at your list of upsetting or anxiety-provoking thoughts. Identify them and argue against them logically, bringing forth evidence to show that they are wrong or overstated. That is always my first go-to with my monkey mind. Where is your proof that this is so? Okay, let's follow the logic of that evidence and see where it leads. Now, the people that know me well just read that sentence, and they're chuckling because they have heard, often heard me use that phrase out loud. Now you know I was conversing with my monkey mind. Often in the dark recesses of your mind, evidence occurs dark and sinister. However, in the warm light of day, it occurs silly and nonsensical. Slowly engage in a mindset change as a result of regularly disproving upsetting thoughts. It's all a mindset proposition, and life in the yes lane will run much more smoothly when you seek clarity in what forwards your commitments. Practice positive, Evidence-based, rational thinking throughout your daily life, using journaling, meditation, and mental debates against your negative thoughts. Talking about your cognitive distortions with friends, family, group therapy members, or a therapist. Every day, experiment with expressive writing and journaling. Exposure to perceived fearful situations or other tasks that allow you to confront and challenge your rational thoughts and feelings. Learn strategies for coping with distressing thoughts and emotions. And try on self destruction, self distraction by engagement or challenging activities. Frequent social contact and increase physical exercise, prayer, learning a new hobby or craft, or any other number of actions that takes your mind off your worry. You must work actively to keep yourself in yet energy. Over time, you will observe a steady decline in either the frequency of depressed or anxious thinking or diminished ability of these thoughts to influence your mental or emotional state. Meditating is an especially useful tool to calm and train your monkey mind. Training your mind to be still through meditation gives you power and control over your thoughts and quiet your mind on command and silence the monkey mind on a dime. The key to taming your monkey mind is to question the beliefs that the monkey mind is relying on to reach the conclusions it's communicating to you. Questions, and then consider the answers provided. Are people obligated always to act the way I want them to, to tease me? No. I'm okay. They are okay. Just the way they are and just the way they are not. Is it realistic to believe things should always go my way? No. I can accept things the way they are and create visions for my commitments and how I want them to be in the future. Do I have to do it right every time? No. I can strive for excellence and hit my target every time. However, if I strive to be perfect, I will never realize my goals because there is no such thing as perfect. If what your monkey mind is relying on is misguided beliefs to justify tenter tantrums, fretting, and worry, it will end the tirade because there's nowhere to turn to air its complaints. You effectively let the air out of the balloon, and there is no choice but to pipe down because there is no fuel. Haven't you heard the line in the movie, stop thinking. I don't give you enough information to think. Or, Don't grow a brain, just do what I say. Pablo Picasso once made the statement to the effect that life would be better if we pulled out our brains and used only our eyes to see. Now, that image itself is rather grotesque, like that song, Eyes Without a Face. Whoa, which I've always thought was a freaky proposition. But wait a moment, and let's reflect on what he meant by that. If we turn off our brains, and just use our senses, seeing, hearing, smelling, and utilize those senses to take in everything going on around you without interpretation, measurement, or comparison, you may begin to see things more clearly, so much more than previously. Your monkey mind would have no input because you turned your brain off. Informations also help. If you try repeating positive phrases and sentences out loud, either to yourself or others, it creates a, an effect which is like shaking your head with your fingers stuck in your ears, repeating la, 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 la. At the same time, your monkey mind dances around in your head, screaming hysterically, keeping your mind occupied, like reading a book, watching a movie, or writing in your journal is another excellent way to train your monkey mind to be still. You may notice that your monkey mind tends to get quiet when your mind engages with something observing. Calm in your mind takes practice. But if you keep it up, the benefits outweigh the work you put in. Consistent practice gives you peace of mind and power over your monkey mind. So there you go. I have a conversation, and I call it Your Monkey Mind. And inside that conversation about your monkey mind, you know, in my book, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams, I have a section that I just read that addresses your monkey mind. And inside of addressing your monkey mind, it gives you power and energy from the energy of yes. Be somebody who is not given by the throwaway and connects Spiritually, and you'll, you know, one of the things I invite you to take on is I invite you to always be coming from life going your way, life handing you everything on a silver platter, life being the way you want it to be, being the way you expect it to be, and being the way. You design it to be. Your monkey mind is not the access to power to the life of your dreams. Take it on, believe in yourself, and keep calm, and it will go your way. Now, having said all that and and distinguished for you the monkey mind, this Buddhist concept, um, I'd like you to know that um, inside of the science of yes, There are a lot of concepts and a lot of techniques that I have that I put in my book that I can give away to you that you live your life inside of, those of you who are listening to me. If you have something that you're up to in life, something that you're trying to create, and you're in the presence of an obstacle or something that's having you not get there, it isn't because God doesn't want you to have it. It isn't because you're not capable of having it. You actually are capable of having anything you want. Any dream that you have, I don't care how old you are, I don't care how tall you are or how short you are, I don't care what. If you want it, you can have it. You can say to me, I want to be uh, a model, and I'm not good looking. Not really a function of how pretty you are, how skinny you are. If you want it, you can take it on. There's a, a need for any level or any size or any type of model if you want it if you're willing to do the work to have it if you're willing to say you want it and let everybody know you want it and actually come from that you can have it you can produce that in your life no matter what i promise you can and you can look at it as um something that the yes coach pam heath told you you can have and whether or not you listen to my show every week whether or not you read my book, whether or not you believe me right now in this moment as you're hearing me, it doesn't matter. You can still have it no matter what. You can have anything you want because anything is possible. That's just the beauty of what it is to be alive on this, you know, realm of existence, the, that life was designed to go your way, that you were designed to have what you want. I can talk to you about, um, I can talk to you about what's available when you, you know, pursue your wants and your desires in life. I can talk to you about um, how powerful it is to create and manifest what you want in life. But it all comes down to this. Um, This is what I ask all my clients. Again, I'm a coach. I'm a life coach and a business strategist. And whenever I uh, contract with anyone to begin coaching them, I always ask them three things. And you know, these this is the most important thing for me as a coach to distinguish when I begin coaching people. The the first question I ask them is, "What do you want?" And when I say that, "What do you want?" I want you to be clear that so many people aren't clear what they want. So Many people, they kind of have a sense of what they want, but for so many people, they're afraid to acknowledge what they want. That in their mind, they're thinking they can't have it. For whatever reason, they're thinking um, they're too old. They're thinking, um, I, I'm too short. You know, I'm I I. I I don't know what uh, obstacles. It's hard for me. It's so funny because um, I relate to life like you can have anything. So it's hard for me to even pretend like when I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what are the kinds of things that people say to themselves when they tell themselves they can't have something? And it's hard for me to create that because for me it's so real that I can have anything I want. It's so real. That whatever I'm up to in life, it's a done deal. That life is mine for the asking and that I have absolutely no doubt in my mind, you know, that I am going to get what I want. That life is designed for me to get what I want. So all I I am ever doing is generating what do I want? What do I want in this situation? What's there for me? What do I want? What do I want to create? What do I want to have? And when I'm up to something, that's that's what's with me. Any day, any given day, what am I up to? So for me, again, it's all about keeping yourself trued up to you know what you want and um, how you go about getting it. So that question I I ask all my um potential clients or when they hire me I I ask all my clients what do you want and whatever that answer is I don't care what it is you know I'm always going to say yes you can have that yes and this is the thing that most of my clients um you know interact with is that Pam Heath you guys go go them that they're going to get it, the thing that they want, the thing that they um, the thing that they want more than anything else. Am I going to get it? Yes, you're going to get it. I can hear that, and I know that, and I want that for you as you want it for yourself. So do you want? That's the question. Answer that question. What do you want? I can coach you. I can be there for you and I can stand with you, you are going to get that. You are going to have that. So the second question that I ask all potential clients, after I ask them, what do you want? And they answer that question. My next question is, what are you willing to do to have that thing? What do you want? And what are you willing to do? to have that thing. You know, most of the time, people, when they're talking to me, um, once they've distinguished, you know, and again, like I said, it's not always easy to distinguish, but once they've distinguished what they want, the next level is, are you willing to do what it takes to have that thing? So if you say that you want that and it's there for you and you want that and what you're going to have to do to get that is, get up earlier, go to bed later, exercise, eat differently. What is it that you're willing to do to have that thing? And if you can say, I'm willing to get up earlier, I'm willing to go to bed later, I'm willing to add two hours to my schedule every day to make sure that actions that I need to take to have that thing get taken. If you're willing, to do whatever it takes, okay, then we can talk. Sometimes, and I have to be honest with you, you know, I've been coaching for many, many years, and I've interacted with many, many people, and sometimes the thing that you want, the thing that you're, you're dreaming of, that you envision for yourself, for your life, for your future it's going to take hard work. It's going to take you doing something you don't want to do. It's going to take you being willing to, you know, go the extra mile and take actions correlate with your commitment that are not correlate with your wants and desires. Because if you're committed, if you have that strong desire to have this thing, then you're going to have to have just as strong a desire to do whatever it takes to have that thing. And when I say what I'm saying, do whatever it takes. What I'm, what I'm speaking to, is procrastination, laziness, um, an unwillingness to, to be inconvenienced, whatever that looks like in your life. I'm, in other words, I'm speaking to that if you want to be a model, you do want to get clear that you want to maybe go on a diet, even if you are a heavyset model, you you might trim up, you know, that there's things that you can want, like I want to write a book, I have a, a dream, I have a desire, and I want to write a book, and and then you're going to have to sit down and put pen to paper, and you're going to have to modify um, whatever it is you write, like when you hand it over to an editor, that they're going to change things, and you have to be willing to take the actions that are correlate with, you know, developing thick skin so you don't get your, your feelings hurt or feel personally rejected if someone tells you that something that you wrote, it, it's not going to fly. Or if you have a desire to meet that special one, Mr. or Ms. Wright, and you, you are out, you know, prowling, looking for that person, that romance, that connection, you might have to actually um, specify by joining an online dating service. Or you might have to, you know, go out once a week and specifically go to a bar or, or you know, um, a community center or someplace where you can meet other people. The only way that if you're not in a current relationship, the only way you're really going to get in a relationship is take, taking committed actions to meet people outside of the arena of your own home. Your home environment is not going to produce um, the love of your life. They don't drop into your living room like Navy SEALs. It's not going to happen, especially now in this current um, climate of uh, social distancing and um, uh, quarantine um, many states. I'm in the state of California and Southern California, and we are still quarantined. You know, essential people can go to work, and, you, you know, we go to the post office, we go to the bank, we go to the grocery store, you know, and you know, the important things that need to get handled are getting handled, but there's no social frivolity. There's no going to the gym. There's no partying like it's 1999. There's none of that happening. So if you're generating that you want to be in relationship with another human being, you're going to have to do it online. You're going to have to create for yourself an opportunity to meet people online. And this is important because this might be something that you do not want to do. You know, I've talked to people, I've had clients, and they tell me, you know, the, the significant other in their life, they got a divorce, they broke up, and they're in their 50s, they're in their 60s, they're, you know, older. And they say to themselves, well, it's over. I'm 52 years old, and nobody wants a 52-year-old. And I want you to know that that's not true. You know, it's not true. You can absolutely, you know, find somebody, no matter what your age. There's somebody out there that's willing, you know, to, to love you just as you are without you having to do anything, without you having to change anything. Look, if you're a lady looking for Mr. Right... And, you know, during the time of, of COVID-19, social distancing and quarantine is, is making it hard for you. you. You know, telling yourself that there's nothing that would have you join an online dating service is essentially a, a empowering your monkey minds to keep you stuck at home and alone. And it doesn't have to look that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It can be an adventure. It can be something that's created as an a exciting thing for you to go online and say, hey, look, I'm here, and I want companionship. I want a partner in romance. I want someone who makes me feel special and extraordinary. I want someone who pays attention to me. And I want it now, whatever it is that you want. If you want somebody attractive, ask for what you want, and you'll get it. And that's the law of attraction. But if you're telling yourself you can't have what you want for whatever reason, then you're that powerful where you create the context where you won't get what you want. And I'm here to tell you inside of the science of yes, you can have anything you want. So yes, even at at an age where you think it's too late, it's never too late. You can have whatever you want. So ask yourself, am I willing, am I willing to do whatever it takes to have this thing that I want? So that's the second question. Are you willing to do what it takes, whatever it takes, whether I want to do it or not, whether I feel like it or not, that this action I'm about to take is correlate with the commitment I have to have this thing, and I'm going to take this action, and boom, because it's what there is to do, and you do it because you want to do it. And you do it because you love life and you love yourself and you want to give yourself the gift of what you want in life. So having said that, then there's the last question that I ask all potential clients, leads, or anybody who's, who's thinking about hiring me as a coach. The first question, again, is what do you want? The second question, what are you willing to do to have that? And the third question, are you coachable? Because you're looking at hiring me as your coach. You're looking at hiring me to empower you to have what you want in life. And there's a possibility that I'm going to say something to you, and it's going to piss you off. You're not going to like it. You don't want to do it or you don't want to hear it, and you push me away because you don't want me to say that to you. Are you coachable? That's the third question. And if the answer to that question is no, then you and I are not going to get along. You you do not want to hire me because I am an effective, powerful, transformational coach. I will be in your face. I will take you on. I will hold you to account for what you say you're committed to having in life, and you will have it guaranteed. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is not available. Everything that you want for yourself and your life is available to you and you will have it. If you are not coachable. I am not someone you want to hire. I'm not going to have it go your way by giving in to your desire to do only what's convenient and only what you feel like. Your feelings have nothing to do with your with what you're committed to. When you look at Olympic athletes and you have conversations with them and they talk to you about what it looks like in their life to, you know, run, jump, whatever their particular athletic category is, they train and develop themselves on a daily basis. They work out. They run. Whatever it is that they do, they do it daily inside a commitment for their athletic prowess and whatever field they're in. They do it rain or shine. They do it when they feel like it. They do it when they don't feel like it. They do it because it's what they're committed to. And you can talk to any athlete, and most of them will admit to you that many times they don't feel like it. Some, some of the ones who get up and do early morning jogging, like five in the morning, they'll go jogging and jog for a mile or two, you know, before how they start their day is with exercise. You see them at the gym. They go to the gym every day, work out for two hours every day, three hours, four hours every day. It's a discipline. It's a willpower that they take on. Why? Because they're athletes, and what they're committed to is the, is the gold. They're committed to the, to the ribbon. They're committed to the trophy. They're committed to winning. It's their commitment, regardless of how they feel. And when they wake up and it's raining outside, they may actually have the thought oh no it's raining outside i don't want to run in the rain and they get up and they dress up and they go out and they run in the rain they may get up and it's you know if they're on the east coast and it's winter it might be snowing outside oh no it's snowing outside i don't want to run in the snow and they get up and they dress up and they get going and they run outside in the in the snow and it's not a function of how they feel how they feel is how they feel it's not you know that they um, aren't feeling people that like they're machines or or robots who only do what they're programmed to do. It's not the case. As a matter of fact, when you um, listen to uh, athletes talk about discipline and how they their willpower, they they confine themselves to what they're committed to and and exercise. And you tell yourself that well, that's them. They're special. They're an extraordinary human being, and I'm just an ordinary human being, and I can't do that. It undermines their strength, their discipline, their willpower. It undermines and trivializes the courage and the, the strength it takes to get up, no matter what, and go running in the rain and the sleet and the snow. It undermines and trivializes what they have to take on. In order to do that, to produce that, to take their lives in their hands and and be someone who exercises, who, who does whatever it takes. They are human, just like you are human. And telling yourself there's something special or different about them, and that's why they're able to do it, is just like saying they're weird and you're normal. And normal human beings cannot push themselves past their limits. And that's not true. I'm here to tell you that's not true. It's not true that normal human beings can't generate power in the face of obstacles and where they get stopped. You can push yourself beyond where you think you can go. And when you do that, that's what's inspiring. That's what motivates, is when you take that on. You get up and and you tell yourself, I'm going to get up, and from now on, every morning, I'm going to go work out at 5 o'clock in the morning. And you get up, and the alarm goes off, and you hit snooze. And you don't get up, and you go right back to sleep. And then the alarm goes off again, and you hit snooze, and you go back to sleep. And next thing you know, it's 6 o'clock. And the next thing you know, it's 7 o'clock. And the next thing you know, it's 8 o'clock. And now you got to get up and go to work, or now you got to get up and do whatever. That's the opportunity that you created for yourself to work out first thing in the morning and start your morning inside an exercise program is gone. Why? Not because you can't. Because you can't. Not because you don't have the ability, you don't have the strength of character. Not because you don't have the willpower or the discipline. Because you didn't. That's why. Because you didn't. You took it on and you didn't fulfill and you could have. Without a doubt, hands down, you could have. But you didn't. And I'm not mad at you. I'm not saying this is a bad thing or you're a bad person and, you know, you you, you have no, no power, you have no discipline, you have no ability to do whatever it takes. You do. Anybody does. In the science of yes, I'll teach you to take on the science of yes. I'll teach you that what it takes is your unwillingness to take no for an answer. Your willingness to be, do, or have whatever you want is a direct function of your doing whatever it takes to have it. So if you say you want something, and like I said, when you tell me you want something, what I hear is, yes, you can have that. Then the next thing that you want to create is what do I need to do to get that thing? And so, you know, in my book, by my book, you can go to Amazon.com. I recommend you go there if you're looking to buy my book and do a search for my name, Pamela Heath. I noticed that there are other AS yes books out there. And it's just quicker to do a search for my name, Pamela Heath, on Amazon.com, and my book will pop up. And when you click on it, you can either buy the paperback version of my book or you can buy the Kindle version of my book. And when you buy that and it arrives, Um, you can read all about it in my book. I have coaching for you for when you want something. This book is a self-help book. It encourages you to take life on in a positive mindset. And I have a way that I coach people where I coach them to do, be, have everything they want in life. You can have anything you want in life. I promise you, I give you my word, you have nothing to fear, you can have it. So take it on, take on the science of yes, be somebody who gets what you want in life. If you're sitting there listening to me right now, and I realize that a lot of times people are listening to my broadcast after the fact. So like right now, it's, you know, 10 more minutes and my show will be over. I'm here every Thursday, you know, Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m., some of you listen to me as I'm speaking. Some of you download it and listen to it on iTunes or somewhere in your car after the fact. Whatever you're listening to this, whatever you're doing right now, listen to me when I say, you know, go to Amazon.com and, and purchase my book. Say yes, seven steps to the life of your dream, And start right now answering the three questions. What do you want? What are you willing to do to have that? Are you coachable? And then let that book guide you in the seven areas of life that are outlined in the book, guide you to a life you love, to the life of your dreams. Take that on. I promise you, you'll be glad you did. I promise you. And the only other thing I'm going to say inside of that conversation is this. Um, you may think to yourself that, Um, Whatever your life circumstances is, whatever your your marriage, you know, and, and things aren't going well in your marriage, if you live with your parents still, you're an adult and you still live with your parents because you can't afford to be on your own. If you're a teenager and, you know, you're resisting, you know, whatever it is your parents want for you in life, you want to do other things, you want to go beyond what they think is possible, you want to take on things that they're not in alignment with. Wherever you're at in your life, I promise you that the science of yes can make a difference. The science of yes is an energy. It's a positive mindset, and it's an energy. And when you take it on, you will will start to do things in a positive way. You will no longer be used by a conversation called I can't. I invite you to take on the science of yes. I'm here every week on Blog Talk Radio. Um, if you listen to the show, if you like the show, then um, go into www.blogtalkradio.com and like my show there. It's kind of like on Facebook when you when you like a particular group or a particular um, um, page. You know, you you take that on. And my request is, is, that you like my program, so Blog Talk Radio um, knows that I have a following, and will continue to um, keep me in mind when they are promoting shows. And um, I invite you to call in with your questions to connect to me. I'm more than happy to talk to you about anything you're up to. If you want coaching, if you're if you're creating a business for yourself, I'm a business strategist. I can help you. Um, lead you in the right direction, and um, uh, the other thing that you want to know is that um, we're going into the 4th of July weekend. I invite you, you know, many of you are in situations where you're still under quarantine, and you'll be home alone, and you think to yourself that you are lonely or unhappy or that things are not going your way. I invite you to go to Amazon and buy my book and um, take on your life take on generating your life and having your life be the way you want it to be, having your life be the life of your dreams, being happy, being healthy, being being um, prosperous. I do address prosperity in my book. I address the concept of prosperity and the concept of what it is to generate prosperity. It's all in my book. So my book that just was published, I, I just came out this June nineteenth, um, 2020. My book, Say Yes. Seven steps to the life of your dreams. And um, anything I can do, anything that you have that I can make a difference in, I'm happy. I'm happy to address it with you. Just call in. The call in number here is 760 888 5700. Right now, um, you can hire me as a coach. I am a life coach and a business strategist. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to empower yourself to take your business to the next level, I'm your gal. Um, if you are struggling in life and you want to, you know, continue with what you're doing but do it in a positive way, I'm your gal. If you are doing well in business, if your business is in good shape but you're, you've reached a lid, you can't get seem to get further then. You, you are right now or you want to take on the next level or you want to franchise out or anything that's there for you around your business, um, I'm your girl. So give me a call, and we will connect, and I will coach you. Um, hiring me as a coach is really a simple matter of just reaching out and connecting. I actually, um, right now, during the, the chaotic times, I, I conduct workshops. Throughout the week, every Thursday, um, Tuesday, and Thursday on Zoom, I have business strategy sessions. And all you have to do to to get on the business strategy session is um, um, write to me. My email address is Pam Heath. My name, Pam Heath, at yescoachforyou That's Pam Heath. P A M H E A T H at yes the letter u.com. Write to me at pamheath at you.com and you and I will have a conversation about what it looks like for me to coach you. And um, you can also write to me at pamheath at youcom and um, ask for an invitation to the business strategy workshops that I hold every Tuesday and Thursday at 1030 a.m., That's Pacific standard time, 1030 it lasts about an hour, and you're welcome to come. It's free of charge. We're live. My business partners and I are live, and we will give you coaching, support, and strategies for your business free of charge. That's Tuesdays and Thursdays, 1030 a.m. on Zoom. So write to me at Pam Heath at yescoachforyou.com. Ask me specifically, Pam, I heard your radio show. And I would like you to send me an invitation. I'd like to join you on your strategy workshop. Now, this workshop that we do, we conduct it twice a week. It's for entrepreneurs, people who are business owners. And the intent there is to give you strategies to help you make money, to keep you float. So there are a lot of people in trouble right now because of the pandemic, you know, the the shutdown, the quarantine. They They have brick-and-mortar buildings, and they had to let them go because they couldn't pay the rent. Or whatever's going on with you and your business because they had to pivot and shift their attention from, from live interactions with people to online interactions with people. And they're having difficulties shifting their attention. Or if you need help um, applying for disaster relief, if you need help um, trying to get yourself to the place where um, you have a little cushion of money from capital, you know, we can help you with that. We can absolutely help you and have you be um, somebody who is a survivor, a survivor in life with your business. You don't have to fail because the pandemic has shut down your business. You can still keep your business going, and we want your business to keep going. Small business is a function. It's, it's the American dream. So you want to um, keep yourself going. And I can help you do that. So come on to our business strategy workshops every Tuesday and Thursday at 30 a.m. It's on Zoom. If you write to me at Heath at I will um, send you an invitation. You can jump on there. Don't hesitate. You know, it's, it's for you. It's for your business. Those of you who are entrepreneurs, I am a business strategist, and I will give you what you need so that you can succeed in life, and you can succeed in your business. So um, I've only got a couple of minutes left on the show tonight, uh, and I just wanted to reiterate that um, I'm here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. for for the Science of Yes. The, the conversation is regarding the energy of yes and leveraging that energy to manifest the life of your dreams. So if you're somebody who listens to the show and you think to yourself, God, I wish I could talk to Pam one-on-one. I wish that Pam could give me coaching. Then I invite you to to call into the show. On any given Thursday night, I'm here at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Science of Yes. You can call in at area code 760-888-5700. Again, 760-888-5700. Make a note of that number. The show's over for tonight, but I look forward to meeting you and greeting you and talking to you in the future. Um, Until then, my name is Pam Heath, and I am the YES coach. And I'm here to give you access to anything you want in life through the science of YES. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.